Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Brad Chandler, the host of the Pesky Report. And I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 65. Uh, as you've noticed, we have gone with what is called a cold intro. And the reasoning for that is because after this series, I don't believe this team deserves or this episode deserves an intro with the World Series calls. Um, but with that being said, after every episode, uh, after every series, we do record an episode. So, um, we're not going to change that. Well, with me today, I have two of, two of the co-hosts. I have Hogdale. How are we doing tonight? Not the best, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right. No, I definitely understand. Uh, this is probably the, the most upset, uh, or pissed off I've been. Um, this season. Um, also with us, we had Ed. Hey, how are we doing? You already asked that. It's not going great. Yeah. So we we took two of three. Oh, wait, hold on. We should have taken at least two of three against the Baltimore Orioles. But no, we took one of three. We let the Baltimore fucking Orioles beat us. And not only did they beat us, uh, how many runs did we score in the first game? Two. We we scored two runs in the first game off of solo home runs. We got three hits in the first game. And then in the third game, it was just basically a repeat of the first game, except we got Kike, who, who starts off the game with a solo shot, and then we, we don't score again until the seventh inning. We had three hits through six fucking innings against a pitcher that had a – over seven ERA. It was probably the most pathetic display of offense I have ever seen out of this team. This guy had uh, his ERA, Andrew Wells. Was it Andrew Wells? Is that his name? Alexander Wells. I'm sorry. Alexander Wells now has a 6.75 ERA. He only had two strikeouts. He gave up Three hits and he went six innings. How do you feel, Hogdale? You know, actually, um, I I just want to apologize. Uh, there's actually a lengthy list of people I want to apologize to: uh, David Ortiz, uh, Johnny Gomes, uh, Jake Peavy, uh, Ryan Dempster. Uh, pretty much the entire 2013 Boston Red Sox that I ever compared this team to the 2013 Red Sox is an embarrassment on my part. How fucking dare I compare that amazing team, that fun team to this God awful choking piece of garbage squad. You lose two of three to the Baltimore Orioles. 
one of the worst teams in baseball in the most important it's the most important time of the year you're in a wild card hunt and you lose two or three to the orioles are you are you fucking kidding me dude really i don't even know i don't know what else to say like you lose two or three to the orioles the orioles there's something so poetic about getting swept at the beginning of the year by the orioles and then also losing two of three at the end of the year to god damn it dude it's so infuriating i fucking this is the most angry i've been at this team this is the most anger i've been literally since 2011 and i hated for the whole year the comparisons to that 2011 squad but i haven't been this angry since then dude i just haven't 52 uh 52 wins 107 losses the red sox have uh, were swept at the beginning of the year so there's three of those wins and then the red sox lose two uh and there's two two wins at the end of the season and how like fucking like the American league. We start, start our season off facing the Baltimore Orioles. Like you said, we got swept. And then the last team we face in the American league are the Baltimore Orioles. We get swept by the fucking Yankees. That's already an embarrassment at home. And then we get fucking two, we lose two games against the fucking Orioles. Fucking pathetic. Ed, how are you feeling? What do you have to say? You know, um, I'm going to differ a little bit from you guys. Not in the sense that I'm, you know, I'm just as disappointed. It's a really shitty loss. They had no business losing two out of three. They really probably should have swept the series if we're just going by pure record. But I'm kind of a, uh, I guess, it's not dead until I see the body type of person. And they've still got three games. They're not even math- not mathematically eliminated. They technically are still in a tie for that second wild card spot. We're so- in a tie right now with the Mariners. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. And the fucking and- Mariners have the Angels. Dude, how are the Mariners still in it? Like, it's, I'm, I'm so happy for them and their fans because how, they, how are the, how are the Red Sox still? I mean, if they're if they're playing like this, like, oh, I'm sorry, Ed, keep going. Yeah, no. All I'm gonna say is, you know, there's still three more games left until they're actually mathematically eliminated. I'm not gonna be uh, writing any funeral speeches. But that being said, boy, oh boy, were those some. Uh, some pretty frustrating games. Even the one they won, I was watching it yesterday and kind of just like, you know, like I've been a little less active on the Twitter during this because, it's you know, accessible. I don't hate myself, I guess, and I was going to get very stressed out talking to people and being kind of like, yeah, no, this sucks because there's only so much you can, you know, you can say. But yesterday they were up 1-0, I think in like the fifth inning, and I swear to God, it felt like they had like a five-run deficit. It yeah. was, I can't, I can't say I felt that in a lot of games. So, yeah, they ended up winning 6 nothing, but it felt like it could have been a lot more than that. And that's weird. It's weird to feel like a 6 nothing win wasn't really that impressive. You know? That's like, that's the mood that they're that's the move that it is right now. That's sort of the place that this team's at. You can you can see they're pushing. You can see they're trying to force it. Just how many eighty six mile an hour changeups they're chasing out of the strike zone. Eighty six um, mile per hour changeups. How about eighty six mile per hour fastballs? I don't think I don't know if it's I don't know what you even call that pick. Whatever Wells was throwing today, but they were just they were they were making so many. They were just making contact right at the guys. And some of that's bad luck, but some of it is, you know, it's just the momentum they're at. It's any time they started to score, Xander Bogarts is grounding into a double play. You, you know, it's uh, it's three wild pitches in one inning. How many was it? It's just, it's it, it starts off as bad luck, and it just piles up and piles up and piles up, and then you're at a 6-1 deficit, you know? 
let's talk yeah. about uh, let's talk about Xander Bogarts uh, as a matter of fact because he's been the center of attention uh, on our on our show for a little while, and he's also the center of attention because he's got an opt out coming up, and a lot of people are talking about Carlos Correa uh, with the fact that he's a a free agent at the end of this season. So uh, Xander Bogart is hitting 230 uh, in his last 30 games. 230 in the last 30 games. In a playoff stretch. Runs. In the most yeah. important part of the season. Right. 30 games with five home runs and 15 RBIs. How many fucking double plays? Every time Schwarber got, got on base in front of him, Bogey would hit into either a double play or he'd hit into a ground out. He hit into two double plays tonight. And they were so predictable. It just It's just so sad because you're like, oh, he's just going to hit into a double play. I feel it. I feel it in my bones that he's going to hit into a double play right now. And sure enough, uh, fulfilling the prophecies that the gods foresaw, he does. Uh, it's so frustrating. And the thing is, like, the comparisons of Carlos Correa are kind of apt in a way. Like, they're in a way, there are sim- similar players because Correa, his one knock is he's inconsistent. But, like, his big positive is, you know, he's, he's super clutch. In the clutch situations, he always delivers but for the Astros. his defense is so fucking good. That, too. And that's why he's a better version of Xander is he plays good defense even when he is inconsistent. When Xander's inconsistent and can't hit, like, what positive do you have with him? You have none. Yeah, I'm... I know there's a lot of people out there that want to keep Bogey, this, that, and the other thing. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't mind if we keep Bogey. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tear my hair out either way. Yeah. You know, if we keep Bogey, I understand it. If we don't keep Bogey, I completely understand it. But I, I saw something on Twitter. It's like you have to. You're gonna have to put Arroyo in, on uh, at second base tomorrow and have yeah, Iglesias yeah. play shortstop. You, you know, gotta sit bogey. He's not doing this team any good. That's a bit absurd. Also, can I say something real quick to some of the Absolutely. overreactions? Because I've seen a few people on Red Sox Twitter say like this team has quit, and I, I don't think they know what a team that that has quit looks like. Have you ever seen a team that's actually quit before? Because I have. Like in football, like years back with the Chip Kelly Eagles, that was a team that quit. Like this Red Sox team, they're just playing terribly. They they didn't. They are not quitting. Like it's the no. I refuse to believe they're quitting. Like give their give their character a bit more credit than that. Come on now. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah, I think that that's an important distinction to make. I do. Th- I do think that they're trying. I do think that they're pushing, and you can see that they're pushing, and it's not helping. It's making things a lot worse because they're trying to force things to happen rather than waiting out at bats, rather than. Waiting, making, making the plays. You know, they're really just trying to do too much, too with too little, and it's it's frustrating. Um, but going back to what you're saying with uh, Bogarts, there are co- there are a couple of things that it kind of what you were saying makes me think. And the first is with Corio, something that's interesting with him about his inconsistency. It's also his inability to stay in the field for the entire season. But that also makes me wonder. There was some talk earlier in the year with Bogarts getting doing something to his wrist. And it does make me wonder if he's been trying to play through that, in which case, you know, sometimes it, it, it's better to just rest. After, and after lot his and, COVID incident, he, uh, he he came back and he was hitting better. But 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Showing your good side to the world has its rewards. When you become a plasma donor at Griffles, you'll help save lives and receive compensation for your time and effort. Up to $800 your first month. Use it for whatever you or your family may need now or in the future. You can donate plasma up to twice a week. And it's safe and simple at Griffles. Thousands of people are already doing it. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. All of a sudden, it's like yeah, he's consistently hitting him to double plays. He's not clutch. He's not hitting. He's not putting the ball in play. Uh, the ball's not dropping or anything like that. He's not doing much. And I mean, if it's the wrist and he's playing through it, you're not doing the team any good by playing through it. No, you're not. It's 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 a double negative. You're making it worse for yourself, and you're making it worse for the team. It also makes me wonder. If he continues, because he still has another year to play, but if he continues kind of to regress the way that he has, why would he opt out? He's not going to get more than the current deal that he has. So he could end up, if if this regression continues for another you season. Do, you, you know who his uh, agent is, right? Boris. But it, it's <laughs> right, not like he's and, and, more money now. That's all I'm saying. If he hits, say this continues, right? He hits 230 with 20 home runs next year. Why would Why would he opt out of that? If his uh, agent tells him he can get him more money, maybe, maybe that's what he does. No, don't or, don't get me wrong. So I don't think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna have a bad season next year, especially with the opt out coming. But um, it's just an interesting situation that with Bogarts, I really didn't expect to see coming that people would be talking about replacing him at this point. Maybe he's purposely regressing so that he can be like he can make people just think, "Hey, I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> Uh, the fucking sea on me now. Uh, call the ambulance, but not for me. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is there's a lot of time, lots of time. And, uh, it's uh, putting accountability, not even just accountability, but who should be accountable for the downfall of the Red Sox uh, since the All-Star break? Should it be Bloom? Should it be Cora? Uh, who should get fired? Uh, Bloom, Cora, uh, you know, bench get, uh, the, uh, you know, um, I personally don't think that either one of us should be fired, but there's a lot of people out there that believe, you know, Cora's the reason, the reason for uh, the regression of Devers um, defense, which that's another thing that we should talk about because two of his errors came back that were, were costly in the first game. Um, his defense has regressed this year. Um, what else? Uh, his management with the bullpen and things like that. Uh, Brady and myself, we've actually were talking about it off off air, and we, it, I came to the conclusion that I have to agree with him. It's like, how do you you can't really blame Cora on a lot of the things that he has done when it comes to the bullpen because of the fact that you're. Starting pitching, it's only going five innings. 
you know, like you're you're making your bullpen go, you know, three to four innings uh, a night, every night, you know. So we talked about that. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Uh, like, let's start off with Alex Core. What are your thoughts on how uh, he has managed this team this year? Ed, I'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, I... You know, I go back to the beginning of the season and what expectations were going into it. And if you had told me they were going to win 90 games and be in it till the last day of the season or, you know, the last series of the season, I would be pretty content with that. So it's hard for me personally to feel somebody deserves to be fired over it. I think that considering the construction of the roster, and what they've had here, I think it's done about as well as expected. The depth of the pitching, it just... There wasn't much at AAA to begin the season, and you need to have more pitching depth. Um, they're working on that. Hopefully, I'm, I'm very hopeful that they bring in more arms during the off season. Um, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I would love a, 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 a true closer, but just solid middle inning arms would be really great to see, um, just to help mitigate that. Uh, Bloom. You know, I think a lot of people are going to go look at when the collapse really started at the, and think that it was, you know, the trade deadline, when in reality it started at the beginning of July, in, in my opinion, at least. Um, and I think considering how expensive everything was and the fact that he did bring in a premier bat in Schwarber, who's, I, if you're disappointed in what Schwarber's done for the team, there's, uh, you know, I don't think that I'm going to be able to really uh, argue anything with him. Well, hold on, with, I'm He could have been better. Ed, hold on. Uh, the other thing that people like to overlook is the fact that he brought in Robles. He also brought in Davis, and both of them have been pretty good for us since he's brought them in. He, they had a couple bad outings uh, once they were brought in, but they've been they've been good since. Yeah. Oh no, I agree, and I've been I've been pretty content with um with that trade deadline. I think that it took maybe a month to really get the full view of it, but yeah, Robles has been fine for the role that they brought him in for. Davis has been fine for the role that they sorry, Big Fudge has been fine for the role that they brought him in for. I don't think the blame's on Bloom. I don't think it's on Cora. I honestly think that it's a team effort in this case, and the team we got real spoiled with how hot they were at the beginning of the season. Other teams adjusted. They got tired. The bullpen, the starting pitching wasn't throwing as many innings as they were before. Some of the guys that were overperforming regressed to the mean, and this is what ends up happening. It's, you know, it's certainly not ideal. It's certainly not what I would have hoped for. I wish, you know, a few of those close games now that they lost early in the year really make, it really looks bad now if it's the difference of two wins. But, you know, that's baseball for you. And, um, again, I'm, I, you know, I, I think that the season has just had so many twists and turns that it's hard for me to have that big, strong reaction anymore to it. Just with everything that's that this that this season's been, it doesn't make me any less frustrated. I'm just kind of trying to be as uh, uh, grounded about it as I can, I guess. Because I You're know trying to be the most positive that you can be, yeah. especially with the fact that it's the end of the season. You know, like, I don't I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. I don't think they're going to be able to make a deep run if they do. But what I expected going into the season, yeah, I'm pretty okay with everything. How go? Yeah, uh, like, for Cora, uh, I feel like Cora, people, like, just fail to give him the credit that he deserves. Let's talk about the good things that Alex Cora has done this year. Uh, remember Josh Taylor? This team wanted him, or the fan base wanted him shot out of a cannon by the end of April. Cora didn't give up on him, and he became a very good arm for us. Kike Hernandez, he kept shoving him in that leadoff spot, 
and eventually his faith was proven correct. He moved Garrett Richards to the bullpen, and Richards was amazing in the bullpen. I would say that he moved Garrett Richards into the no, bullpen. No, he did. He could have just uh, he could have just. I, like, I think that was a bull move. Could have recommended to be DFA'd. Like people don't talk about the things the core does to help the team be better. Uh, Hunter Renfro is having a career year. We're not going to give him uh, core credit for you know maybe coaching him up on that. Uh, I feel like people just focus on Cora's bullpen management sometimes and don't give him his player person management and bringing the best out of other, like the players on the team. And I, I just, I hate that double standard. Like if you're going to criticize him for what he does wrong, you got to look at, you know, the players he's getting to overperform the team as a whole has over overperformed the bullpen in the first half, especially overperformed. Like he gets credit for that. That's what a manager is supposed to do. Yeah, I I agree. Um, the the things that Cord does that makes you go, hmm, you know, it, it's. Uh, I remember you said that you wanted to fight fucking Alex Cora. You were going to go to Boston and fight Alex Cora if he funny. didn't put uh, Christian Arroyo. As the leadoff hitter. Yeah, guess who looks like a dunce? The fanboy idiot, me, and not Alex Cora, the professional right. major league manager, and that's why I love him. Um I'll give I'll give him that. Um the other thing, he he tried not to give up on Barnes. He had to. Uh as as time <laughs> after fucking giving up the homer to Simeon and the uh in Toronto and then giving up the homer to fucking Springer. At some time, you gotta start, you know, actually questioning shit. And uh, he 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 does do some questionable things. I do want to say, oh, I do want to say that uh, having him keep up with Bobby Dahlbeck, um, that was that worked out. Um, keep it up with. Uh, I mean, I don't know if the the Richards move to the bullpen or the Perez move to the bullpen was actually his. I think that probably had more to do with Bloom. Like, Hey, we're going to have to move these two out to the pen. You know, I think that's more, they had to get together and be like, Hey, this is what we're thinking. You know? So I'll give 50, 50 there for Bloom in core. Cause you have to think that that has to, that Bloom had to do something with that. Um, I absolutely love the fact that Richards is is like a, a guy out of the pen that everybody trusts. I actually got my Richards uh, jersey, and I was super excited about it today. I saw him, I saw it, saw it on my uh, on my phone on my way home, and I was like, "Ooh, we got, I got a new jersey!" <laughs> I was like, "I can't wait to get my jersey, my Richards jersey." And then I found out, I was looking at it, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" He, I forgot that um, they were showing. Um, things with Eckersley and whatnot. I didn't realize Eckersley wore number 43. And I was like, holy shit, Eckersley, Pat Light, and Garrett Richards all wore number 43. How about that? 43 legacy. Let's go. <laughs> but <sighs> the fact that we can sit here and we all got smiles and laughing after a fucking shit, shit series like that. Ugh. Well, the thing is, dude, it's like one of the reasons, like, I'm so mad. One of the reasons I was so mad to start this episode just thinking about it is like it's I feel like I've been conned like I watched this team in the first half of the season I really bought in I really believed in this team 
and they rewarded like my belief in them with just shit in my mouth and I don't appreciate it. I don't like being, I don't like being. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoiced. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22 feeling like an idiot because secretly deep down inside, I am an idiot and I don't need to be reminded that I am. So I, I'm just tired of the boss from Red Sox doing this to me and toying with me emotionally. Like, why would you do this to me? Yeah. Bogey says, uh, you can't keep a good guy down for too long. And then our friend at Boston Strong 34, he posts it up. He goes, it's been 30 days, Bogey. <laughs> He's fighting for his life. He's tied down. Oh, no. There are three games in the season, you know? Like, you can't. This is If you're going to get up, this is the time to get up. You know, you actually have to be in all three of your remaining games. You know, the one thing that I absolutely fucking hate, I hate the fact that, like, as Red Sox fans, we're sitting here looking at the Yankees score and we're going, oh, thank God the Yankees are winning. You know, like, holy (laughs) shit, dude. Like, the Yankees are winning 5-2 against Toronto. Like, originally, I wanted Toronto to win. But then it's like, you know, Toronto's got the Orioles next and Toronto's got a way better offense than us anyways, you know, so they're going to, they're going to probably sweep them, but it's like, you guys heard about Bronxy? Yes. You heard about Bronxy yet? I did not. So, (laughs) yeah. So the Boston Red Sox had their superstition with the yellow jerseys. I forget who, who was it that uh, adopted him? Nestor Cortez. It was Nestor Cortez adopted a turtle and named it Bronxy. And I think, uh, and that's their good luck charm. It worked because they won six straight after it. (laughs) Good for them. Then they came out with shirts. They came out with shirts for it. Talking Yanks came out with shirts for it and whatnot. And then they immediately lost. It's bas- It's like a fucking karma thing, dude. The Red Sox fucking, they came out with like yellow jerseys and then they got swept by the fucking 
if they're like the yellow the yellow socks shirts. Oh, I'm, fucking, I'm really excited for my condom man yellow shirt, but don't. You <laughs> bought one? What? You bought one? I did. I did order one. It hasn't come in yet, but I did. I did. Not like it, it's like it's just like a yellow shirt with the weird '50s mascot. Yeah, the condom guy. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, one of the best thirty bucks I ever spent. Yeah, thirty bucks on a T-shirt, man. It was. Oh. I'm pretty sure I was stoned when I got it, but you know what? I'm gonna wear it. We move. <laughs> move forward with great style. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You knew the Red Sox were really in shambles when, oh man, Jose Iglesias isn't going to be able to play on the playoff team. That's a bummer. Like we're really in shambles. That's we were down all bad. they fucking talked about. <laughs> we're down like, bad. Arroyo literally played one. Did he, did he play one game in this in this uh, stretch in this series? No. And I got the feeling Arroyo, that they're going to so. second base before the series is over. He's been taking grounders there. I think they'd start down back there over him at this point. I don't know, man. Like, seems a little weird. I, uh, the pitching, the pitching this this series was really good too. Yep, that's what really. That's what uh, the offense just fucking sucked. They pissed it down their leg, dude. They really did. It was. Uh, it's just such an embarrassing offensive performance. Like not only like one, you're playing the Baltimore Orioles. So the pitching staff is like the embodiment of the bologna sandwich man. But like this offense is like a top five offense when optimal, like what? And you, you can't get like three runs a game, like in the second game, but they scored six and that's it. Yeah. And like first game, but they scored two and this one, they scored two, I believe. So yeah, they scored two. What? Really? <laughs> they scored a total of 10 runs. And uh, hold on. I, I have the score somewhere. What's the Orioles team ERA this year? Bad. Close to six, right? What did you say? The What's Orioles the as a team? It's got to be close to six, right? You got a team ERA? Oh, it's probably down to five something now. <laughs> Thank you, You're awesome Red Sox. Good job, you guys. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I yeah, I really didn't expect them to drop this as badly as they did. I didn't expect the offense it's, to. Uh, it's it, an it, even six ERA for the team. <laughs> and like Ed, like you said earlier, like you're not panicking yet because technically the season isn't over. They aren't. The body isn't there. But to me, it's like even if they make the playoffs, then what? Yeah, you your doors blown off in the wild card all game. Right, so hold on, we get shit on the divisional series. First of all, we're tied with the Mariners right now, right? So if we we tie with the Mariners, I want to know what the fuck happens if there's a three way tie for the second place card. There's a game 163, I believe. Right, for each but team. you have game 163, which would be on Monday. The wild card game is supposed to be Tuesday. If there's a three way tie, there has to be a two two. There has to be two games. Yeah, so I think what happens is like, um, so like the first wild card is fine, and then the two teams that are tied have to play each other, and the first wild card plays the team. No, that, no. Yeah. I said three teams. Say the Yankees already clinched their fucking, you know, just say that they have the first spot, right? And How the does Red that Sox, work? Mariners and the Jays all fucking tie together. Say that all fucking happens. How? Like, what the fuck do we do? 
That's going to be insane if it happens. I'm sort of rooting for it too now. chaos, I just want it to happen. Yeah, like, I do, I do too. But I don't want, I want the Red Sox to get the home field advantage, you know? So, I think I don't maybe, want the Red like, Sox the, um, to, to have to play the 163 game. What the fuck even happens then? I just don't know. Is it based on run differential at that point? Like, on what which one of the five teams doubt play? That. I, I, I bet you it has to, like, they have to play a game. Yeah, um, I have no Because clue. if it's by run differentials, the Blue Jays fucking beat everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they shit on everyone. Um, they usually do. What did you say, Ed? To beat uh, the record against the opposing teams, isn't that usually how they call those? Right. But if it's if just like a, a two-way way tie. tie the, yeah, if it's a two-way mm. tie, then like the Red Sox win it by like, all accounts. But if there's a three-way tie, like what the fuck happens? That's what that's what I'm trying to find out. It's like they said if it's a three-way tie for the wild card itself, what would happen is is like so if it was the Red Sox, Yankees, and the Blue Jays, uh, the Red Sox would get whoever uh, whoever they wanted. So say like the Red Sox wanted to play the Yankees, right? So they would play the Yankees. And then, like, uh, whoever loses that would have to face Toronto or some shit. I, I, I don't know. It's such okay. a fucking clusterfuck. It is goddamn chaos. I have what's pulled up, like, for what happens with a three-way tie. Right. Okay, per MLB rules, if three teams are tied for a second playoff spot, the three teams will be given a letter designation, either A, B, or C. Those designations get determined one of two ways, according to the rule book. In the case of the Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, or Mariners, though – the team with the better head-to-head records against the two would pick first, followed by the second team with the better head-to-head record. If the Yankees ended up in this situation, they would, li- they would likely end up receiving designation as opposed to picking one. Okay, so, like, you pick who you play depending in a three-way tie so on like the Red your Sox head-to-head would get record. To pick, the Red Sox would be able to pick, like, say, they had a better record against both the Blue Jays and the Mariners. So yeah. they they essentially would probably pick the Mariners, be like, hey, we, we're going to play them, smash them. Then they would have to go play the Blue Jays, right? Yes. And, and so. whoever played, whoever wins that would end up coming back down to Fenway if, say, say the Red Sox won, right? Yeah. So, That's a very wacky scenario. I want it to happen. It's, I, I do, too. I, do too. Yeah. I don't understand how that's going to happen when the wild card games in two days after the season. Yeah, that's it's so weird. Like, are they going to fucking play like a, a fucking 10 o'clock game in the morning in fucking Toronto and then <laughs> fucking play like a fucking four, a fucking seven o'clock game at, uh, on a, uh, at, at fucking Boston? Like, I don't How is that going to fucking happen? Have a meet in the middle in Iowa and do it on the field of dreams. Let's go! It's time. My time has finally arrived. I don't Let's think go. that that would be the case. It's too fucking cold in Iowa. A coward. You coward. <laughs> I, I will be the coward. It's actually beautiful out here right now, around October. Uh, it's usually right nice around cool 60 degrees. Very nice deal. I'm at like a 50-something degrees right now in my fucking apartment. That sounds beautiful. I wish I, I could exist in that state. I'm, oh, no, you don't. Don't even fucking say that. That's not even something you want to joke about. You will get taxed to fucking death. Shout out to taxes, bro. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> they'll tax you for breathing. 
Fuck, Lamar, uh, the fucking governor is going to fucking hear this. And he's going to be like, I'm going to tax that fucker. Hogdale tax. Dude, uh, those, ta- those cowards will never text me. I'm too powerful. You've gone mad with power. You're taking the. You referred to yourself as the gods earlier. You've gotten. To, I, I've got to start being mean to you instead of like overly nice. <laughs> the ego's gone too far out of hand. It's inflated. <laughs> the odds for the Red Sox have now gone from ninety-five percent to fifty-six percent. God, what a group of losers! I'm surprised. Like, you guys are fucking pathetic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am surprised it's higher than 50%. That is genuinely surprising. They're like, oh, fuck, and they're playing the Nationals. <laughs> but who's going to hit besides Soto? Dude, Juan Soto's going to sun us so bad. Josh Bell? Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. The best part about these last three games is I get to watch Juan Soto play baseball, and that's a gift in itself. Here, here's the problem with that. I think that these fuckers are going to pitch to him. I think that that's a fucking terrible idea. Well, I mean, they, they were pitched, dumb they enough to pitch to fuck- Giancarlo Stanton. So. Yeah, they pitched to fucking Stanton three days in a fucking row. And guess what happened? All the- He fucking had more RBIs than they scored runs in that series. Man, that's what a winning team does. What a playoff team the Red Sox are. <laughs> Come on. I mean, at least, you know what? Going into the season again, I keep on having to remind myself they're at 89 wins. I didn't expect that. So nobody expected that, but when you fucking overachieve and then you you make it so like, oh, well, this team's actually a lot better than we thought they were going to be, and they fucking actually like get to a place where they can be in the playoffs – not even the playoffs, but the wild card. The Yankees are up 6-2 now in the bottom of the ninth. Sapphire's fucking happy, huh? She's pissed. Yeah, I can hear. <laughs> you, sh- you should put a fucking speaker on so I could speak to her. So I could speak to her. her. It wouldn't take well to it. <laughs> you know, like, I remember at the uh, midway point of the season, because, like, it's that thing with expectations, like, like Ed said, but, like, Midway through the season, they played like they were the best team in the league, like and their record reflected that. So the expectations kind of shifted to where we're like, okay, this is actually a good team, and I'm expecting them to play like a good team. And I made a, a quip at the time, like, man, the Red Sox can play 500 baseball and make the playoffs. I didn't mean that you should go fucking do it, you clowns. <laughs> they actually, the Mad Lads went and did it, played 500 baseball the rest of the way. Actually, a little bit worse than that, and they're a Almost, they're almost out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Fangraphs hasn't updated yet. This is such a tragic turn of events on all accounts. They always listen to you. They listen to you. <laughs> they do. It's so sad. You've got to stop opening your mouth with these sarcastic quips. You can lose. Still make the playoffs. You have you have a lot of power, Hogdale. You gotta you gotta cut that shit out. My dogs are fuming. I don't know what they're so upset about, but they're just borking. They're dogs. They don't need anything to fucking complain about. They can see something fucking... They Wind can fucking blow across their assholes, and they're like... <laughs> I mean, same. 
it all it all just like see told you <laughs> you gonna get that shit under control over there it's not my fault man they're just they're free spirited and my brother's you, dog's here so he's encouraging my dog you know what I'm kind of wondering about dogs aside next season if the Red Sox get off to a hot start say they're in first place at the end of May or is everybody gonna be just like yeah we've seen this before Oh, you know damn well that's going to happen. You know, for fucking... <laughs> With how cynical 60% of Red Sox Twitter is, like, it's just to be expected. Like, so many losers in this fan base. It's so, so tragic. I mean, they get to see them right this time around, though. The ironic thing is most of the, like, most angry Fire Bloom, Fire Core people thought they were going to finish, like, 70 and, like, 96 to start the season, so... Yeah, uh... I, uh... I've uh, I've seen quite a few of those in uh, in the past six months, seven months. I'm I'm just convinced dudes just don't watch the games, and if they do, like they're watching them like with half their eyes closed. It's not that; it's just people. It's, some of the people just want them to fail. They do. It's it's like it's like masochism, and like. Why? I'm, I'm just confused. I don't. I don't. I don't understand the reasoning for like wanting the team to like not do good. Like I understand like being pissed. I understand yeah. having the um, the thought process of like, oh man, fuck you, core. Why would you do that? Or you know, fuck you, Bloom. Why would you do that? Or fuck you, Bogey. Fuck you, Devers. Fuck you, JD. You know, like. There's there's plenty of people out there that are just like really pissed off all the time, 100. percent You know, just it, they say the Red Sox fans and they just fucking hate the team. Yeah, <laughs> I I just don't understand it. There's there's certain certain things I don't like. There's certain things that all three of us don't like. I know Ed's very uh, what is it, optimistic with with this team. Oh, there goes Ed. Yeah, Ed's optimistic. I like to be optimistic, but I'm also, you know, like, uh, I can be cynical at times, and sometimes I have to pull myself out of that pool of cynicism. Like, I'd rather be called uh, a starry-eyed fanboy a hundred times over, over, like, being accused of hating the team. Yeah, I don't... I'll take that. I don't hate this team. I'll never hate this team. Uh, The Red Sox are my favorite team, and I'm not going to be okay with everything they do, you know? But uh, we're sitting here talking Red Sox and this fucking clown's wearing a Chicago Cubs shirt. Not, you ain't got nothing to say, Hogdale? No, my dogs were like <laughs> screaming at the moment you wanted me to say something. So I had to mute there for a second unless you wanted to be earwaked. Oh, God, they've returned. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I just don't know what the problem is. I got this shirt from Goodwill. It fits me. I'm quite fat, if you haven't noticed. So there aren't that many good shirts that I have. And I'm tired of being shamed, Brad. Why are you shaming me? Because you're wearing a fucking Chicago Cubs shirt. Yeah, and I feel nothing when wearing it. It's just a shirt. I look at you as more being more large and in charge than anything else, Hogdale. See, that's the, that's the good way. Anybody ever it. tell you you kind of got that Peter Griffin look going on? Wow. <laughs> Original joke, Brad. Holy shit. I've it, never wasn't it wasn't a joke. I can't a believe joke. this. I'm being dunked on in this podcast at my lowest moment. This is so sad. Was your brother there too? <laughs> no, he's not. If he was here, the fucking dogs wouldn't be losing their mind. 
as as they start fucking barking. <laughs> Great. Maybe once in a while you should just throw them outside. Oh God, they'll be even worse. You'll be able to hear them from outside. <laughs> oh Jesus, Jesus Christ, Sapphire. That's Arya. That's my brother's dog. She's even fucking worse. Shut up. <laughs> it's like you got a fucking whole zoo over there or something. Oh, fuck. Why am I doing this? All right. Yankees are still up 6-2. One out. One on guy on first. Ah. That's crazy. My suicidal tendencies are up 6-2 in that inning as well. What, what They're really you- up. Who, who who do we want to face? It. What do we want to happen? Obviously, we want the Red Sox to make it into the wild card. But what steps do we think they're going to take? Not just them, but the other teams are going to take. Because now we're we're going to be tied with Toronto. We're going to be tied. Are we going to be tied with Toronto? No, we're not going to be tied with Toronto. <laughs> we're going to. I think we're tied with Seattle. What be what Toronto still right back? Now. Yeah. So how do we want this to work out? Yankees get swept by the Rays and the Red Sox sweep the Nationals and take the number one spot. I don't think that's realistic, but I would like that to happen very much. I don't know. The Yankees getting swept by the Rays part is realistic because the Rays own them. (laughs) Oh, there it goes Ed again. (laughs) What's going on? Rip Ed. Uh, I'm I'm going to tell him to get a fucking computer. Um, I can't, I don't like rooting for the Yankees. No. And, uh, and, and here, here he comes. Ed, uh, are, are you done? Are we done playing? Yeah. Games? Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. When my you heartstrings, sure? Ed. Yeah. Okay. Just... Can't bear to see you go. I just had to put a timeout out there for a second. <laughs> Fucking Ed. Next time you do it, it's going to be for the full 30 seconds. <laughs> you did it to the whole podcast, you asshole. <laughs> I know. How dare you? I can only do it. You know what? I know. Where's your... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Ah, yes. Optimal content. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Kind of got that from fucking 
Uh, I got that from Section 10. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they fucking they get into an argument. They're like, you know what? You're in a timeout. And then they, they use StreamYard, too. So that's... But, yeah, I really do not like watching Yankee games, especially when we're not playing them and they're winning um, and have a score watch. How about this, though? The New York Mets are fucking destroying the Marlins. Two meaningless teams facing off. One's demolishing the other. <laughs> Good job, Mets. I, had a guy, I have a guy that I work with. He's retiring tomorrow. Tomorrow's his last day. And he's a Mets fan. And we handed out a card to some, everybody sign and whatnot. And I was like, uh, good luck with retirement. Hope the Mets don't suck next year. <laughs> and then we there was another thing that we signed. And I was like, um, I was like, have fun with retirement. Drink lots of booze. Uh, listen to rock. And Mets will met. Yeah, that reminds me of a time I met a Mets fan, and you know he walked up to me and said. Hey, you know, I'm a fan of the New York Mets. I'm like, dude, I also suffer from mental illness. Yeah, I can't. I honestly, who here, raise your hand if you thought that when Steve Cohen purchased the Mets, that there would be a difference in uh, 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 for that team. Uh, my dad, I grew up, my dad's a Mets fan. He's from Long Island. I knew that the Mets were going to met no matter what. I've heard that my whole life. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, seriously, I was like, oh, you know, it's nice. The Mets fans, they'll finally be happy. They're going to have a competent owner. And he's, he's not even Twitter. fucking competent. No. He's and he's not on Twitter idiot. calling out players. Like, come dude, on. He go, dude, he's fucking calling his players out on fucking Twitter. Dude, like, what an asshole. Doing his best imitation of Chuckles the Ass Clown. I respect it, really. I really do. Like, imagine if Henry or Warner or even Kennedy were on fucking, uh, 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 on fucking Twitter doing the shit, half the shit he was doing. Like, could you imagine how the fucking Red Sox Nation would fucking react? I mean, they already hate those guys enough as it is. Like, can you imagine if, like, they started to, uh, I guess, act like a lot of Red Sox fans? They say nothing, and they're despised blindly. So, I mean, honestly, I just would love to see it just to add to the tire fire. I just think it'd be really enjoyable. No, no, I don't want a John Henry fucking Facebook or Twitter. Dude, if John Henry, like, if someone's like, John Henry is a cheap piece of shit, and then just John Henry signed with, shut the fuck up, you fucking loser. <laughs> Go back to your, and eat your mom's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, John Henry is on Twitter. Yeah, he probably just, you know, uses it to promote corporate shit. Yeah, it's probably not even him, bro. I don't go. It's probably not him running it, but, I mean, he's got a blue check mark, so it's his profile. Go see a Liverpool game. <laughs> it says Red Sox, Liverpool fo- uh, Football Club, Boston Globe, Roush Fenway Racing, uh, New England Sports Network. It's dangerous for execs to have a sense of humor. Exactly. And, yeah, that's actually honest. But the last time he tweeted something was on June 11th. Man. John Henry's a smart man. See, billionaires are mostly smart people. They just stay off Twitter because they're like, you know what? I have a lot of money. I don't need to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, then there's Steve guy. Cohen. 
yeah Dylan actually is like suffering from something <laughs> like what is wrong with you you're the, you're the fucking you're a billionaire owner of the bets and you're just on twitter arguing with normal assholes like fucking us section 10 just posted up a fucking ben affleck gif uh, it's literally like him like staring <laughs> off into this jesus christ area and is that area your brother's dog She's making me consider throwing her off a bridge right now. Uh, I love dogs, but I'm, I'm getting pushed to the edge. I want to make a bunch of gifts out of your facial expressions throughout this hug deal, just so I have them to, like, react yes. to things. It's kind of it's kind of amazing. I'm using the visual medium, bro. Gotta make good facial expressions. Oh. Next one right, coming let's... through with the fucking, you know, <sighs> accents and imitations. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let's actually talk about this bullshit uh, series. Looking for this right now. Sale pitched really good in the first game. He just gave up that. Mount Castle, he came back to bite us twice in the series. And I think that he's the, he's the power hitter for the team. So the fact we had uh, Deplan. Is that his name? Zimmerman pitched four innings. Yep. We've got we got two hits, one earned run. Deplan came in. Uh, we got one hit, one run. That was the home run by Renfro, I believe. Schwarber hit a fucking bomb that was to center field as usual. Um, Sale went five and a third inning. He had six strikeouts. He just happened to give up a bomb to fucking Mount Castle. That sucked. The Orioles have like two hitters that are good on the team. And like we let ourselves be beat by them, which is pretty embarrassing when you think about it. <laughs> I think they have, I think it's three actually no, it's three. good hitters. And yeah, Mancini, Mullins, and Mount Castle can all hit. Um, Santander's first, he can kind of hit. I disagree with you guys. They have Mullins, Santander, Mancini, Mountcastle, and for some reason Hayes always hits against us. Murder, Hayes you know, isn't a bad hitter. Right You're right. Yeah, no, he's not bad. And and Pedro Severino always seems to do stuff against the Red Sox. Also, the catcher. Yeah, well, he got three hits in the first game. So there was that. And fucking the only two people that got hits. This is what I can't believe. The that Renfro got two of the hits on on Friday, and they took him out. That made that was weird. I didn't. I get playing matchups and everything, but that the guy's your hottest hitter right now. Why would you do that? Analytics. I bro. believe. Did he pinch hit? No, they didn't even pinch hit for him. They pinch hit for Vasquez and then put Plawecki in for Renfro and had Verdugo play right field. That's so weird. Yeah. Just like just taking him out of the game with just for his arm even. Like why would you that's just a just a very very strange decision. Yep. All right, let's move on to the second game. Uh, I don't I, we're not gonna spend a lot of time on the fucking games that we lost. It sucks. <sighs> The Red Sox so, were bad. So everybody got a hit, but Dolbeck and that was it. Dolbeck was the only batter 
in the second game that didn't get a hit. Uh, Kike got one. Renfro got one. Devers got two. Bogey got one. Uh, Martinez got three. Um, Plowecki got one. Verdugo got two. Iglesias got two. So it, it was a good game. It was a real good game. Um, Nathan went six innings. He had seven strikeouts. He looked really dominant. He kept getting and he kept giving up like doubles and I get people over their third base, but he was able to get out of it. Um, Brazier came out. He held it. He pitched one inning, uh, walked one, uh, struck out two. Robles came out, did the damn thing that he does. Barnes came out, did his damn thing. Brad Lothar, I mean, Zach Lothar, the guy that looks like me, he went five innings, gave up eight hits. <laughs> I don't understand this. He gave up eight hits, and he only gave up two fucking runs. That's the way the off. offense is. It's all those double plays. It's hitting into stupid outs. It's, yeah, no, it's just the way this whole series went. That was a 6 nothing win, and it felt disappointing because it could have, it should have been like 13 nothing. It's... That's what I was saying in the chat yesterday. I was like, man, we really need – uh, uh, Brian was talking about how he would like to have um, more runs. He's like, oh, we should have five or six runs. Uh, he was like, I'd like five or six runs, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, no, I want I want to be fucking greedy. I want 13 fucking runs. And, like, you know, they didn't they, – they got 13 hits. They didn't get 13 runs. But l- listen to this. The ERAs for the five pitchers, one, two, three, four, the five pitchers yesterday, all right? The one with the lowest ERA uh, was Handhold. He had a 386 ERA. What do you think the ERA was for the person who had the second lowest ERA in the uh, uh, that pitched yesterday's game? Just going to guess 5.18 maybe, something like that. 489. 667. <laughs> <laughs> this seems a fucking joke, dude. They uh, lost for that. And then the the third, the third lowest ERA and the uh, out of the pitchers that pitched in yesterday's game uh was an 843. Oh my god, dude. The oh fourth lowest. Can you guess what the fourth lowest ERA was? This one's funny. Uh 1352. And uh seven? Point one four. Well, if eight forty three was uh, the third lowest. Oh, did I say seven? I meant nine. Sorry, nine. Okay, twelve point ten. Oh, jeez. And our buddy, our buddy Krisky. Oh yeah, he lowered his ERA to a twelve point six. Wow, good for Krisky. (laughs) Yeah, he actually Krisky. He, risky Krisky. He got out of the inning without giving up a hit, a run, or anything, and he struck out one. And you know Ooh. what? I I believe it was on a splitter because I remember Eck was like coming all over the splitter. He's like, oh, oh my god, he's not giving up on the splitter. And it's like, uh, Eck, dude, like, come on. I do have to say I'm a little disappointed in the fact that we struck out ten times yesterday. Fucking, dude! I'm just disappointed in general. Yeah, 
I, what do you guys think is happening with the hitters, like in these games? Like, like, like in all seriousness, they've been, yeah. It's but it's happened all season that they'll just go through these periods. Like this happened in August too, where they just they just couldn't do it. You'd think they would have fixed it then. It's like it's not even they're slumping. It's like all of them are slumping at the same time. Right. Like if like a couple of them are slumping, like then it's like it's no big deal. A few dudes can pick up the slack, but it's just all of them. The, it, ironically, all the people who want Heim Bloom fired, uh, the only dudes who are producing are the people he picked up, like you know, uh, Kike, Renfro, Schwarberth, like, and like Raffi hasn't looked great. Uh, Xander, like we've discussed, has looked awful, and JD looked good in the last two games, but I mean, in general, over the last month, he's looked pretty rough as well. Yep. So uh, with the uh, with the games with New York, they won their two games up now uh, with the number one spot. Uh, the Red Sox and the Mariners are at eighty nine and seventy with a five sixty winning percentage, and the Toronto Blue Jays are one game behind uh, the Red Sox and Mariners uh, at eighty eight and seventy one with a five fifty three uh, winning percentage. So. Toronto's magic number is three. That's not good. No, not at all. Nope. Not in the slightest. This is going to be chaotic. The Red Sox need to We need to sweep the Nationals. The Nationals are not good. Like, they should sweep them. Well, the, in a crucial point the, the we have the worst thing, though, the thing, and this is one thing that people didn't think of. Our pitchers have to hit. Oh, yeah. National League. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. Ironic. What if our pitchers are the best uh, hitters in, of any pitcher? Hey, ever? Garrett, Garrett Richards can hit. Richards I, can hit. I remember that from earlier this year. Garrett he looked really good. I do know that Erod cannot hit. No, he, no cannot. he cannot. He is not good at that. And I think he's pitching at this one too. Yeah, this he's series. pitching tomorrow. God, Erod uh, needs to show something. They're really gonna does. let him. I wonder if they're gonna let him wear his earring this time. You know, I'm gonna be so mad when the Red Sox play the Nationals and they lose three nothing in every game, and all three of those runs were just a Juan Soto solo shot. <laughs> Oh my! I would be. He has nine home runs in three games. Yep. If if they allow him to have nine home runs in fucking three games, fire everybody. He's the new Barry Bonds. Fuck it, it's happening. Fire, fire everybody, dude! I can't uh, wait till Juan Soto's a, a Red Sox in like twenty twenty five. It's gonna be so great. It'd be nice. Who be giving up for that though? No one. He'll be a free agent in twenty twenty five. Touche. Four hundred million dollars. Pay him whatever the hell he wants, dude. He's one of the best hitters I've ever seen, and he's 22 <laughs> at this point. He'll be, like, what, 27 in 2025? He'll still be in his prime. Be ridiculous. I'd happily take him for 13 years in a lineup. Because even if he, even when he gets old and he loses some of those skills, you don't lose your ability to draw walks. He'll still be having, like, a 400 on base That's percentage thing, every this- year. This dude's getting on base at like a 420, a 430 clip right now as a 22 year old. I like, think it's higher than that. I think it's higher than that this year. Yeah, I think it is. I think I'm underestimating him. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Let me look it up. No, he's, he's been like Ted Williams level good as far as the on base percentage goes. His entire career, his first season, like he's just absurd. 
Yeah, he's getting on base at a 467 clip. Yeah. Yeah, he's the modern-day Ted Williams. He's 22! That makes no sense. My favorite part of Juan Soto is his fucking nut shuffle. Yes, Soto (laughs) shuffle is elite. The best thing ever in baseball. They call it, it's that's so what they much. call it, the Soto Shuffle. Yeah, the Soto yeah. Shuffle. I'm sorry, dude. That's they got to rename it. It's got no, be it's amazing. Shuffle. You're out of your he mind. He literally just grabs his balls and stares straight at the pitcher. He's like, because he knows yeah, he's better than him. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. I yeah, I know I'm better than you. It's like I'm better than you, and you know it. It's so respectable. That's the swagger we need in Boston. Can't wait. Speaking of Boston, you see this fucking douchebag who's coming back to New England? Douchebag. Yeah, douchebag. I think they call him TV12. I'm so concerned that he's going to put 50 on us. (laughs) It's going to be so tragic. Because, like, Mac Jones ain't got a fucking chance. Well, the Bucs defense is terrible. So, Mac Jones, I think, actually will look pretty good. But the problem is, like, even with how good the Patriots' offenses look this year, they ain't got no answer for the Bucks. Are you kidding me? Score against the Jets. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Fuck the Bucks. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck, fuck the, the NFL. Yo, fuck the NFL. The Red Sox are so much more fun to watch right now. Yeah. Oh, dude, I want to put a fucking gun to my head sometimes watching this goddamn team. Yeah, jeez, that's hog yeah, sometimes, top, Brad. Uh, Sometimes when the um like when the Red Sox play like this, I'll put in like the group chat. Like I'll just put like, uh, "Hey, do you know the directions to the nearest bridge?" And like someone else could like, "Why?" So I can throw myself off of it. <laughs> I've already, dude. This year, I've already thrown myself off the bridge fucking a couple hundred times. I have too. The bridge I'm near though isn't that high, so I keep living. It's very inconvenient. In the bridge I why do you I, keep I, trying to get that? The bridge I'm near doesn't even like. It's not even really a bridge. It just goes over a tiny stream. Same here. It's mine. It's very tragic. The Red Sox have gotten the uh, show. All right. Hold on. Pass and fucking posted something for oh, no. minutes ago. Who got uh, murdered? Chris, Chris Catillo. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> this dude fucking bodies people. I love Jeff Passon. Yeah, fucking, he does. Dude. I love Passon. Uh, Catillo fucking posted something. He goes, big detail in the Red Sox's favor. Any game 163 and a two-way tie would be at Fenway. Yankees, Jays, and Mariners would each need to travel to Boston in this scenario. Pass and post up. Holy shit, I can't believe I'm actually going to have to fucking read all of this. Uh, New York, 91-68. Boston, 89-70. Seattle, 89-70. Toronto, 88-71. Three games left for each. Yanks at Rays, Red Sox at Nats, Mariners versus Angels, Blue Jays versus Orioles. If things ended today, Mariners at Fenway in game 163. Winner faces uh, uh, winners, winner faces excuse me, Yankees. Houston and, and Atlanta clinched their division today. Yankees magic number is two and a three-way wild card tie. Here's the answer. In a three-way wild card tie, teams choose like you said, A, B, or C. And if it's Boston, Seattle, and Toronto, the Red Sox pick first, Mariners pick second, Blue Jays pick third. So I guess the Mariners had the better record against the Blue Jays. <laughs> what? Wrote funny. a bit about it. The only other game 163 in play, the only other game 163 in play aside from the AO wildcard chaos scenarios is a pretty juicy one. 
Dodgers at Giants to determine National League West division winner. Giants are two up going into tonight's and facing the Padres at home this weekend. Dodgers host the National League's. Wait, hold on. Really? Oh, boy. Oh, the Dodgers are winning right now. And the fucking Giants are losing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, Giants, what are you doing? Oh, wow. The Giants have done this year is so astounding. It, It cannot be commended enough what they're doing. And it made every analytics geek on Twitter look like a complete goon, which I also think is quite entertaining. Because everyone said the Giants should sell within these last two years. Like, what are you guys doing? You should be building for the future. Sell your assets. And then meanwhile, they built their team is going to have the best record in baseball probably. Finish ahead of the Dodgers somehow and win their I division. really – so asshole me wants the Dodgers to win it all. Really? Well, I mean, they, they literally have the best team. Like, there's, it's like you can't just without a doubt play the record. With, I mean, they got Turner, they got Mookie, they got fucking Scherzer, they got like you name it. They fucking have it. They definitely they, have the best players. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. The Giants are just playing better baseball. I don't, But that's not the reason why I don't want the Giants to win. The reason why I don't want the Giants to fucking win is because the Red Sox are the only team this century that has four World Series. The Giants have three. I don't want them to have the fourth. So the Red Sox would not I get that. technically be the best baseball yeah. team this century. Which would be a bummer. I get that. Yeah, I get that. I just hate the Dodgers. I just don't want – I mean, the Giants can beat I, the Dodgers and then lose in the next round as far as I care. Just fuck the Dodgers. I'd rather them just take the fucking Giants out right away. I just feel bad for the Cardinals because the Cardinals are going to have to face either the Dodgers or the Giants. Dude, the Giants and, and the and, Dodgers and, probably want no part of right. the Cardinals. The Cardinals are amazing. Yeah, the Cardinals. They've been yeah, so hot. Seventeen win. Well, they went on a seventeen win uh, winning streak, but they they just lost last night. I think it was. Uh, hold on, did they? Oh, they won today, so they're going back. Yeah, they won today. Dylan, Dylan Carlson hit two home runs. He's going to get – He's that's a guy that's going to be in the MVP conversation the next two years he can play. He's only 22, and he's, he's already got the job there. Real good, real consistent. All right, guys, let's move forward. Let's talk about the series, the next series. Um, Actually, I wanted to talk about a little something, but I need you guys to check the chat room real quick. Um, so I wanted to, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, the, the Tom Goodwin situation. 
What happened there? You didn't hear about that, huh? No, what happened with Tom Goodwin? Tom Goodwin's unvaccinated, so he's not going to be able to coach during the postseason. So he's (laughs) no longer with the team. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that because it's just pushed so far back. But, like, I mean, yeah, Ramon Vasquez is going to be the uh, is going to be the first base coach now. So you know, like, don't be stupid. (laughs) You're stupid. You got rewarded with stupidity. (laughs) Like, I, it's just bad. It's it's just bad leadership and. My yes. opinion, I guess this is sort of, you know what the rules are. You know, you know what it is. You're not doing anybody any favors. It's like, just being know, selfish. Like, I just get annoyed with that kind of stuff. Like, dude, like you, like you said, you know what the rules are, but just get the vaccine. Like, is it really going to kill you? I highly doubt it. Highly I mean, it, it might, prov- it might put one of those like brain control chips into you, but I'm cool with that too. Thinking's exhausting. Like I'm yeah. fine letting somebody else do that for me. Like I don't, I don't give a shit. Chips in it and like we carry around every day is a fucking phone. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's and just dumb. I just don't get it. I, I don't either, but you know what I do get? The appeal of Hogdale. I think, Dude. I think that they need to make you the first base coach Hogdale. Thought I think that would. Me. That would go a lot of ways, go a good ways. Totally agree. You know what? Uh, I just, I, I'm just so knowledgeable about the game of baseball, dude. <laughs> I just kind of like the idea of imagining you doing like all the different signs and like yelling at people and like giving them fist bumps and stuff. I think that would be pretty, pretty enjoyable for everybody. I think my go-to sign would be like just rubbing the taint and be like, okay, that's the sign. <laughs> You're like, you've seen the Soto shuffle. Here's the Hogdale shuffle. Yeah, here we go. So my question my question with that the whole Tom Goodwin situation is just like seems as though that they are only a they they are not allowing the coaches. You know, first and foremost, like I'm totally pro, you know, vaccination, um, fully vaccinated myself and whatnot. And um but this this really makes no fucking sense all year. Goodwin hasn't been vaccinated and he's been able to coach. So COVID just knows the difference between regular season and postseason. Yes. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's tougher to reschedule this stuff now. And I mean, didn't Goodwin also miss a whole bunch of time because of getting stuck in Toronto or something because of the, uh, that was, the vaccination that stuff? That was because Will Venable tested positive and he was close contact. Gotcha. So it might, I mean, maybe it's just something like that where they just don't want to run. The schedule's tighter now, so they just don't want to run the risk. Like, I don't know, man. How long has the postseason, like, rules been out now? For uh, quite a while. Like, you knew this was going to happen. Like, you're stupid. Yeah. If you wanted to coach, get the vaccine. Like, <laughs> So, do we think that this is going to be a reason, a reason for, like, the possibility of a strike uh, with the players' union? Like you, you think that players are going to just be like, uh, the owners are going to be like, "Hey, we want these players to all be fully vaccinated," because obviously we've talked about this before, and it's it's a big fucking ordeal. It's a big problem, and with the CBA and the fact that we have this whole pandemic still going on, regardless of what people want to believe or not, you know, we have this thing going on. Like, do you think that that could be a reasoning for, like, like, say, uh, JD? We can only assume, highly assume, that JD's not vaccinated. And, I mean, 
could that be like something that says, hey, well, if this is going to be part of the CBA, I, I, I can't, I'm not doing this. I mean, like, it's a good if, you really wanna, if you're going to forfeit millions, like, over not getting a vaccine, I mean, good for you, dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird thing, though, like, in regards to the CBA coming up. I like, I, I imagine the players will use that as a bargaining chip. Like, if the owners want them to, it's like, hey, we want you guys to be vaccinated. It's like, okay, he wants to be vaccinated, uh, do this, this, and this, and, like, we'll put that in the CBA. And I don't even want to think about the this, the, the, the debate with us, what it's going to look like this offseason. I'm actually kind of curious what the discussions between players is with the Mexican right now, because I know Avino was saying that he was pretty pissed off players haven't been taking it that seriously. You sound like shit. Hmm. It's, okay, it's okay because you look handsome. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it, your phone making sound like a, a robot. It's tragic. It happens every once hmm. in a while, though. But yeah, like you know, like it's like Ed said, Ottavino, he was pretty pissed about it. I mean, obviously, people's viewpoints are gonna be completely different throughout the clubhouse. Everyone's their own person. So, of course, you know, he'd be irritated about some people not taking it seriously. And we strongly believe there's a few dudes on the team who aren't vaccinated. So he probably looks at them, like, sideways. Like I didn't – I would have never thought that uh, Goodwin was one of them. Um, didn't didn't even cross my mind, honestly. Yeah, neither. Yeah, I didn't think about it. It's one of those names that just didn't fucking um, – Yeah. So let's look at the look ahead. Uh, we got the Washington Nationals. <sighs> it looks like we're actually going to have Chris Sale pitch in number 162. Well, that's good. nice. That's yeah, good. well, that, it would have been nice not to have to pitch in 162 and have yeah. him as a uh, a piggyback for Ivaldi. <clears throat> But I think Corsale isn't enough of a maniac that he'll volunteer to do that anyway. <laughs> if not, like maybe not for like a full piggyback, maybe like an inning though, like maybe like the eighth or the ninth. Yeah. Uh, so we got Erod versus Josh Rogers. Um, I'm not sure who Josh Rogers is. Some slap dick. All right, Probably. cool. No, here I got the rest of the pitching matchups. So it's uh, a Red Sox player versus a slap dick. Then it's a Red Sox player versus another slap dick. And then it's a Red Sox player versus yet another, can't believe it, a slap dick. So what is the identity of the slap dicks? Eduardo Rodriguez versus Josh Rogers. Tanner Houck. These are all just projected. Hmm. Projected starters. Uh, Houck versus Josiah Gray. And Chris Sale versus Eric Today. Now, see, those uh, three people, you just made them up because uh, I don't believe that they're real people. <laughs> they're NPCs that have been developed specifically for the Red Sox to play this week. Gray's an interesting one. He was the big payback for um, for Scherzer with that catcher, Ruiz. So he's like a pretty decent prospect, but he hasn't. I think his ERA is still pretty much above five at this point, so hasn't uh, done great so far. Dude, they better win the series. Honestly, they better sweep. They really show they... like All right, so Josh Rogers is a lefty. 
Uh, he has a 2.73 ERA. He's only started five games. Uh, he's only pitched 29 and two thirds innings. He's got 19 strikeouts. Um, so he, in his last seven games, yep. I don't know why I'm saying last seven games when he's only pitched five. So um, he has, let's see. Wait, this makes fucking sense. Yeah, no, seriously. Washington Nationals selected the left-handed pitcher Josh Rogers uh, contract from the Red Wings on the fourth. The Washington Nationals recalled left-handed pitcher Josh Rogers to Rogers from the Red Wings, and then the Washington Nationals optioned left-handed pitcher Josh Rogers to the uh, whatever, bro. Fuck you. I'm glad we get his whole story uh, in the major leagues. Uh, we really needed his biography. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of. Uh, he was a, uh, a a number. He was draft pick three three hundred thirty three, two thousand fifteen for the New York Yankees. So there's that. Uh, not much to say about him. That's what I mean. He's a slap deck. He's some dude. Pretty much. Like, that's that's what it looks like. Uh, let's take a look at Josiah Gray. Hogdale for the game tomorrow. Can you just write, hey, Slapdick did so-and-so for each inning? Just, like, continually refer to him as Slapdick for the entire game. I think I won't. (laughs) Do it. He knows you're going to. That's why he's asking you to do it. Like, the thing is, like, the the Red Sox just need to step up. Like, this is your season. All right, Josiah Gray, here's a right-handed pitcher. They're going to see a right-handed pitcher for the first time in fucking, I don't even know how long. Uh, he's got a 5.85 ERA. In his oh, his last 15 games, he's got a 5.72. Uh, that's only in 11 games. He's pitched 56 and two thirds innings. He's given up 53 hits, 36 runs. Wow. Better, better fucking get something off this guy. I told you, you guys aren't real. They're not real people. And his last seven games, he's got a 7.53 ERA. Uh, he's got 34 and two-thirds innings pitch. He's given up 35 hits, 29 earned runs. 20, holy shit, 21 walks. You know what's crazy about that? Is that the Red Sox are going to be subjugated to like a combined no-hitter on that yep. day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what's coming. Like They'll draw like four walks and not get any runs. Bogarts will hit into another three double plays. Like, they'll have the bases loaded twice and not get a run out of it both times. Oh, look at this. Eric Fede, he's another right-handed pitcher. And uh, his last – oh, this guy has actually pitched more than a few innings. Uh, he's In his last 30 games, he's got a 529 ERA. Uh, he had start 27 of those games. He's pitched 132 and uh, uh, 132 and two thirds innings. He's given up 140 hits, uh, 78 earned runs, 48 walks. Uh, he's got a whip of 142. So let's take a peek here. 
and the season, and this season, he's got a 529 ERA, 132 and two thirds, 140 hits, 87 runs, 78 of those were earned, 23 home runs. Um, <laughs> uh, hit by pitch, he's four, he's walked 48. Uh, he struck out quite a few, it's not that bad. His defining his, characteristic bat- is that he's a, a person who breathes. Uh, and his ba- the uh, the batting average for the opposing team uh, is two seventy. His WHIP is one forty two, and his ground outs and air outs is uh, one fifty four. So he's probably going to be the toughest of the three, and that's the guy that we're going to fucking destroy. They better sweep. I think they're going to win two out of three. They they need to win three. They better. I know. I'm not. Oh, I agree. They need to. I just uh, my prediction is two out of three, and we'll see if that's enough. Because if they lose this series, like and miss the playoff, it's going to be fire and brimstone next podcast. You know, I would fucking for chaotic reasons. I would love to see the the Red Sox lose all three games. The Mariners lose all three games, <laughs> and then the Blue Jays lose. How many games would they have to lose? They'd have to win two out of three. One. So they'd have to they'd have to win one of three, right? I love this idea so much, Brad. Please let this happen. Your mouth to God's ear. And then fucking, I want uh, then probably have the Yankees just get swept, just so that yeah. like everybody loses. Yes, <laughs> because that's that's the way this fucking season's going, man. I'm no one has any momentum. If I, if I had cool. if, if I had some hair on my head, and no, I'm not gonna fucking rip this out. Do if it. I had hair up here, no, fuck you. It took me so long <laughs> to grow this beautiful thing. Wish I could you're relate. Just, you're you're just jealous. You can't fucking grow any. No, <laughs> I look better without facial hair, to be honest. I look like a fucking goofball with facial hair. I need to shave this shit. Looks awful. I would rather look like a goofball than what you look like right now. I look like a fucking knucklehead in Spazitron. I like what both of you look like. Thanks, Ed. (laughs) 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 To the Petercopter. The Hinden Peter. No one loves you. The Hinden Peter. Yeah, exactly. A quagmire. A quagmire. Oh. Diarrhea. Hey, Lois. Diarrhea. I can't do a Peter Griffin impression. I can do Mickey Mouse. I can't, Mouse. Do, I can't do Peter Griffin. It's very oh, tragic. Yeah. Hot boy. <laughs> the Red Sox suck ass. Hot it really boy. is a tragic set of circumstances. It's just, I thought you were going to say circumcises. Circumcises. <laughs> uh, right, this is fucking. This was, Jesus, a tragic, this was a penis. fucking tragic fucking episode. <laughs> it um, really is. It, it wasn't as tragic as the fucking Red Sox this past year. No. Uh, hopefully, so we're we're gonna we're gonna record probably Monday night, uh, just because I'm pretty sure, unless depending, I, I'm gonna say depending. If the if they lose and they don't make the wild card, I think we record Monday night just about because oh night of for sure. You, know, you want to record the night of? Dude, if they if they no. miss the playoffs, if they lose the series and miss the playoffs, it's night of because it'll be raw emotion. It's, 
It's just going to be this episode on steroids. So <laughs> I, I I will tell you right now, if we do not make the fucking playoffs, there will be a new intro. Oh boy! There we go. Well, it gives us something to potentially look forward to, I guess. So it's not all bad. You know what? You know what well, the intro should be if they uh, miss the playoffs. Just the sound of a dentist drill for thirty seconds to kind of just you know <laughs> reflect the pain that we're feeling on the inside if the Red Sox make the playoffs. Uh, and, like just share it with our audience. <laughs> if they make the playoffs, we'll keep the fucking. We're we're talking about um, changing the fucking. Um, the intro, anyways. Uh, it, we went with a cold intro today just because we were all too pissed off. I called for it. It was yeah. really like it was unnecessary. The, the fact that you got swept by the Yankees, then you lost two of three against the Orioles of all fucking teams. Um, it was it was unnecessary to fucking play the World Series fucking um, things back to back. It's probably a good thing I couldn't make it on for that Yankee series because I was very uh, I was very emotional after that yeah. game. I probably would have said some things I regret. No, I I say some things that I regret, but I'm happy I say them. All right, uh, guys, thanks so much for coming on tonight. You guys have anything that you would like to add? They better win. I would like that as well. <laughs> I think I think we all like that. I I I kind of want chaos. Um, so like if we, if we lose one, I want the Mariners to lose one, but I want us to like, I want like the Blue Jays to lose, to win. I want it to be a three-way tie for some reason, just so I can fucking, just so I can be like, yeah. All right. The baseball gods call for it. I'm into the three-way. It's not Gabe. It's in a three-way. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, Lois. <laughs> Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Oh I really do not sound like Peter Griffin at all. <laughs> all right. Fuck this. Have a good night, guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.